Hi, everybody. This is Monica Reinagle, the Nutrition Diva, here with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. Melanie writes, My husband and I have switched to eating organically, but now we're wondering about what we drink. Should we be concerned about pesticides and other chemicals in our water supply? Is it necessary to get a water filter? And if so, what kind? Well, Melanie, you may very well have something to be concerned about. Modern living, it just involves a lot of chemicals, and far too many of them are ending up in the water we drink. Many people assume that government regulations are in place to protect the quality and the safety of your water supply. The regulations, they might not be as strict as you think or hope, and there are, of course, enforcement issues. The New York Times has been doing some great investigative journalism on this topic recently, and they've published a series of articles on the safety of the water supply. I'll put a link to the series in the show notes for today's episode. If you read it, you may well decide that it's time to look into a water purification system. But first, it's important to know what, if anything, you're dealing with in your local water supply, because that might determine what kind of system you'll need. If you live in an agricultural area, for example, pesticides and fertilizer runoff is a concern. If you live in an area where there's mining, there could be heavy metals in the water. And if there's a lot of manufacturing or other industry close by, solvents may be a bigger problem. If you're on a public water system, you're supposed to get a report every summer with details about your water quality and any contaminants that have been found in it. It's often included with your water bill. Now, if you're a renter, you probably never see these reports, but many are posted online on the Environmental Protection Agency's website. I've got a link in the show notes to the EPA section on local water quality. But in that New York Times series I mentioned earlier, they describe a situation that affects a community in Indiana. There, the average levels of atrazine, that's a chemical herbicide, are within the annual legal limits. But in the summer, when weed killers are being applied to lawns and golf courses, the levels of atrazine in the water spike to 10 times that amount. And this doesn't show up on the annual report. Another alternative is to have your water tested by an independent lab. You'll want to choose a state-certified laboratory. You can find one in your area by calling the Safe Drinking Water Hotline at 800-426-4791, or you can visit www.epa.gov slash safewater slash labs. And of course, I'll have that contact information in the show notes. And once you know what, if anything, you need to be concerned about, you'll want to be sure that the water filtration or the purification system that you're considering is effective in dealing with those contaminants. For example, those popular Brita water filter pitchers are certified to remove mercury and copper, which may or may not be in your water. However, they're not certified to remove pesticide residues or organic solvents. Honestly, Brita pitchers are great for removing chlorine and making tap water taste better. But if you have harmful chemicals or heavy metals in your water, you might need something a little more heavy duty. And there are a lot of options to consider. There are units that mount on your faucet, systems that sit on the counter or under the sink, even whole house systems that purify the water as it comes into your house. You can spend anywhere from a couple of hundred dollars to several thousand. And there are many different technologies. There's multimedia filtration, distillation, reverse osmosis, and UV disinfection systems. And each has its pros and cons. For example, distillation systems, they do a great job removing bacteria and heavy metals, but they're not so good at removing chemicals that are found in pesticides and herbicides. Distilled water also tastes sort of flat, and it's more acidic than regular tap water because harmless trace minerals are also removed. The multimedia filtration systems do a good job removing chemicals, heavy metals, and microorganisms, 
but it can take a long time for the water to go through the filters, and that can be a hassle if you're trying to filter all the water you use. On the plus side, filtration systems usually don't use any electricity. I've got another link in the show notes to a site that gives a good review of the different technologies and the pros and cons of each. I want to note that this site is actually affiliated with a site that sells a high-tech filtration system, but the information is good. I'll also post a link to the National Research Defense Council's Consumer Guide to Water Filtration Devices. They're not associated with any products. Check out the different options and see which one seems to be the best fit for your budget and your household. And most importantly, make sure the system that you choose is certified to handle the particular contaminants that you're concerned about. And one last note, if your system involves any sort of filters, it's very important to change them as directed. Whether it's in a pitcher, in your fridge or your ice maker, or in a point of entry system, passing water through a dirty filter may be worse than using no filter at all. So mark the replacement dates for all the filters on your calendar and be sure to keep up with that. Visit nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com for a transcript of today's episode, along with all the links I mentioned. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for my weekly email tips. If you've got feedback or questions for me, come see me on Facebook. I'm at facebook.com slash nutritiondiva or send me a tweet on Twitter. And of course, you can also email me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all for today. Have a great day and eat something good for me.